Good day, tiny commuters and daily dosers, and welcome into the Daily Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. It is a Friday, February 7th. Let's start your day. With some random goodness before I start, I'll apologize for being a little later today. Didn't have a chance to record this yesterday, Thursday, uh, so that I could sleep in and enjoy my Friday morning, my Friday morning off. Uh, But I did sleep in a little bit. It's about 6 a.m. here uh, in California. But I figured I'd get up and record this for you guys so you can enjoy it. And let's get started. First thing here, last month was the hottest January on record, according to newly published data from the European Union's climate monitoring system. Earlier this year, the Copernicus Copernicus Climate Change Service, C3S is what they call themselves, that's their abbreviation, determined um, 2019 was the second hottest year on record, bringing the streak of record warm years to five in a row. According to the C3S, the latest report, 2020 is off to a record hot start. So get your bathing suits out, I guess, right? And maybe get a house with the pool. Or, uh, you know, go to the beach because it's cooler there. It's always cool there. Uh, The sound of your alarm going off in the morning isn't typically a pleasant experience, whether it's chimes, beeps, or the radio. That alarm means one thing. You have to drag yourself out of bed. But new research from Australia shows that the kind of alarm tone you use might have a noticeable effect on on how easily you wake up. Researchers set out to study how alarm sounds affect morning grogginess, also known as sleep inertia. To do it, they gathered a group of 50 participants who filled out an online survey about their sleep and alarm habits. The participants gave information on the alarm sound they preferred, reported how they felt about it, and used standardized sleep inertia criteria to rate their grogginess level after awaking. After analyzing the respondents, the researchers found a correlation between melodic sounds and reported reductions of sleep inertia. Uh, The harsh beep, beep, beep was not good for waking up. A more melodic sound like the Beach Boys' Good Vibrations or The Cure's Close to Me may help help people transition to a waking state in a more effective way. How random, The Cure's Close to Me. That's one of my favorite songs, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you've heard it, but it's one of my favorites. And the good, the Beach Boys. I mean, how many different variations of songs did they try to see which ones were the best? I'll try the Cures close to me. I'll do it. I'll do that. Yeah, the beep, beep, beep one, man. Oh, that rips you, rips you from your sleep, and it's just not pleasant. It's just not pleasant. Next thing here, a grieving Ohio mother has started an online petition to require employers of teenagers to notify a parent if their child fails to show up for work. Last November, 17-year-old Damian Henning died in what police believe was a suicide. Ooh. The Sandusky teenager had failed to show up for a shift at his work at a water park, and his body was later found underneath the bridge in Toledo, about 60 miles away. His mother believes that his death could have been prevented had the lad's employer contacted him when he didn't show up for work. Bonnie Lee Jackson is trying to convince the Ohio legislature to pass a law that would require employers of teenagers to notify a parent, guardian, or family member if a teen fails to show up for work. 
the law would apply only to teens who need a work permit for their jobs. We have new information to report. A masked robber with a meat cleaver hit a bank in Scotland. He escaped with around $2,600, but witnesses were still able to identify him. He had a pillowcase over his head, but he didn't think to cut eye holes, and he had to pull it off to see. (laughs) When U.S. Marshals showed up at an Atlanta home with a warrant for an alleged killer, David Cannamore and Bryce Metz spotted the unmarked cars and got moving. With Cannamore driving, the two sped down the road. Somewhere out of sight of the feds, Cannamore lost control on a curve and drove into a pole. Both were killed. Neither of them was named in the warrant, and the marshals weren't pursuing their vehicle. But Cannamore did have a warrant for not showing up in court. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. A husband and wife told police in Florida that some guy had been stalking her for some time. She blocked him, but he apparently wasn't fully dissuaded. Recently, the man alleged, allegedly smashed a sliding door and came into her home, but her husband held the guy at shotgun point. While deputies responded, while at gunpoint, the guy removed all of his clothes. When police arrived, the couple told them the man had a stove delivered at their house a couple of years ago. Ooh, creepy. Creepy. A guy in China desperate to charge his phone ended up disrupting traffic after he plugged his mobile uh, device into a traffic light. How do you do that? Officers found the man had opened the light's switch box and unplugged the controller in order to charge his phone. First of all, how do you know how to do that? How do you know that's in there? And oh my goodness, man. Dude, just let your phone go for a minute. A guy in Germany discovered that he sends text messages in his sleep. He sent his first message to his mother at 2 a.m. last year. A few months later, he sent a text message to a friend saying, I'm in trouble. Someone's chasing me. The friend immediately called back and spoke to the guy who revealed he had been dreaming. (laughs) That's pretty funny. A Canadian businessman is accused of burning over a million dollars in cash in order to keep it from his ex-wife. The judge isn't 100% convinced and sent the man to jail for 30 days to rethink whether or not his claim is true. Things reached ahead in a courtroom last week when he told the judge that he had withdrawn just over a million dollars at multiple banks and burned it all. No, he didn't do that. He even had receipts to back up his claim that he'd made the withdrawals. No, he did not burn his money. No, he did not burn his money. Just give her the money, dude, and move on, bro. Man, just give her the money. These are your entertainment headlines. For all those who have been unable to afford or even find tickets to Hamilton, who cares? Uh, There is going to be a solution. A filmed version of the stage performance will be distributed to movie theaters late next year. The blockbuster musical was filmed in June 2016 during... Uh, one of the last weeks when the original Broadway cast was still intact. Disney reportedly shelled out $75 million for the worldwide rights to the show, which includes the theatrical run followed by a debut on Disney Plus streaming service. Uh, In an interview with the director of the wildly popular Jeep Groundhog Day Super Bowl commercial, it was revealed that the ad was filmed the weekend before the big game. Wow. The commercial was edited into its final form uh, the Monday before the Super Bowl, then sent off to Jeep for approval. 
That's crazy. On this day in history, on February 7th, 1964, Pan Am Yankee Clipper Flight 101 from London Heathrow lands at New York's Kennedy Airport and Beatlemania arrives. That was the day the Beatles came to the United States. On this day in 1812, the most violent of a series of earthquakes near Missouri causes a so-called fluvial tsunami in the Mississippi River, actually making the river run backwards for several hours. Holy crap. The series of tremors, which took place between December 1811 and March 1812, were the most powerful in the history of the United States. Bernard Josephs returns to his house in Bromley, England, and finds his wife Claire lying under the bed, her throat slashed and severed uh, to the spine. Oh, God. Why am I reading that? It's too early for that. It's way too early for that. Defensive wounds on her hands appeared to be caused by a serrated knife. Ooh. Uh, no weapon was found at the Joseph's house, and police had no cl- no other clues to go on. However, the murder was solved, and the killer convicted within four months through solid forensic investigation. For the first time on this day in 1968, forensic evidence is used to solve a crime. Sorry for that so early. That was that made my stomach turn. I tell you, it's just never good to hear about that stuff. All right, your water cooler question. A Valentine's Day survey of 600 men revealed that 91% prefer to do this for women. What is it? It's open doors. They like to do this on Valentine's Day. Or is it a Valentine's Day survey? Does it even, is it that they prefer to do that on Valentine's Day or they prefer to do it all the time? I'm just going to go with it's on Valentine's Day. They like to open doors. Also, 85% want to pay for dinners. 77% want to help her with her coat. Aw, that's so adorable. I like that. All right, let's end the podcast and start your day with a deep thought. It is this. What comes easy won't last long. And what lasts long won't come easy. Ah, that's so true. Yeah, that is true, man. Uh, You know, you know... well, I say you know, but maybe you're listening for the first time. I don't know. But if you're not and you've, you've heard me for a long time, uh, you, you've heard my story a lot. I talk a lot. We do a lot of podcasts. So uh, at a low tree studios. So you've heard my struggles with, with, with trying to be an artist for a living, so to speak, right? Uh, music for years. Uh, now this podcasting, we've been doing it for about five years. And it, it's not, it, it, the, the process of, it, of doing it as a, as a career has not come easy. That's for sure. Uh, it, it really hasn't, and it's still not coming easy. Um, so is it worth it to keep going? According to this deep thought, you just keep, you just keep doing it, right? Because, uh, you know, what lasts long, what, if it's going to be something that's going to be lasting and worthwhile, then you have to work for it. You have to work for it and be patient. And I, and I do agree with this because everything that I've, uh, ever had success in has not come easy but it has been lasting and been wonderful. And that's it for today's show. You lovely people have an amazing day and take care of your fellow travelers on planet Earth. I'll be back on Monday with more bite-sized goodness. Cheers. Cheers.